turn your Bible with me to Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. I read from verse 18. Luke chapter 9 from verse 18. The Bible says, and it came to pass as he was alone praying. Luke chapter 9 from verse 18. I want to encourage you to get your Bible. Make sure you have your Bible when you're coming for church meetings, fellowship like this, prayer meeting, your Bible and your notebook. Very, very important and your pen. And it came to pass as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him and he asked them saying, whom say, whom say the people that I am? Now, so Jesus was asking his inner circle, what do people say that I am? They answering said, John the Baptist, but some say, Elias, and others say that one of the old prophets is risen again. Again, this is a wrong interpretation of the person of Jesus. Now, he said unto them, But whom see ye that I am? So Jesus then turned unto them and asked them the same question. Peter answering and said, The Christ, the Christ of God. And he straightly charged them and commanded to tell no man that thing. Now, verse 22 saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be subjected of the elders, I mean, of be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. And he said unto them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whoever, whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Verse 25, for what is a man, what is for what is a man advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? That will not be my testimony. That will not be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the son of man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in his fathers and of the holy angel. But I tell you of a truth, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. I want you to unmute your devices and shout a big hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 God bless you. Now, uh, this morning we are looking at the subject denying yourself and following Jesus. Denying yourself and following Jesus. Denying yourself and following Jesus. Now, if you look at this passage, um, Jesus began in a very interesting way in an unsuspecting way, in a way that one ideally you would never, you know, had, had, had imagined, in a way that, you know, one would not have, you know, imagined. Now, the Bible, you know, he began by asking, who do people say that I am? Jesus had his 12 disciples, 
And so he asked them, what is the perception of people uh, of me? Now, people's perception um, of, who, of who God is, it differs. And I tell you, most of the time, it's not always correct. Some perceptions are wrong. Some perceptions are based on experience, based on the miracle. Some see God as a miracle worker. Some see God as even a prophet. Some see him as, uh, you know, as a healer only. But God is way more than all those descriptions that we offer to him. So man try to describe God based on their own experience with him. But God is bigger than our experience. Now, they, now Jesus, so they, they, they mentioned who they think he was. And then the next thing was that, but whom say ye that I am? And then, you know, so he asked them, but you yourself, who do you say that I am? And so it is very interesting for Jesus asking such a question from his disciple in order to ask, you know, to find out what their thinking was. He wanted to find out what they knew about him. Because oftentimes, you see, uh, particularly as leader, uh, the people that, uh, that God has given to you to lead, uh, most of the time, they may not quite understand you. Because the thing is that when you are serving God, when you are called by God to do his work, I tell you one thing. Even the people you are, you are called to lead or to, 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 you know, to help with whatever capacity, they are the very people that can even rise against you. So that is not new to Jesus. Jesus knew all of these things. And so it's a great lesson for us as well. Now, why? Because now every child of God, every leader or every man of God, you are called to answer God, to obey God. And the truth is this, brethren, if we must be very honest, if you really want to be for God, you can't be friend of people. From experience, if you really want to walk with God, you will you'll be an enemy to many people. So it's a choice you have to make. And so now, the choice that every one of us must make is the choice of staying with God. Because heaven and earth may pass away, but his world will never pass away. Now, people change, people go from here to here, people are moved by different things. Um, so somebody's loyalty today can be can turn to something else tomorrow, and so on. So human beings are, are very unstable, put it that way. It's like this. Now, but the truth is this. If you stay with God, God never changes. He remains the same. And God is not a man who will go, you know, man can tell you, oh, I think you are great. But in their heart, it might be something else. But then... For God, if God tells you you are great, you are great. If God tells you you have sinned, you have sinned. God is not like the one who tells you and asks something under his lead. So now, why are we making this clear distinction? It is because we need to really understand what does it mean to deny ourselves and follow Jesus. And so where Jesus was driving to, what Jesus was talking, he was prophesying about his future. He was prophesying about his future. He was talking about what is about to happen, but the disciples did not understand. And so he now says that, he said it in verse 22, he now said the main reason why he asked them this question. In verse 22, he said, the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and chief priests 
and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. Now, he now says something very, very, very important in verse 23. He now says that, and he said unto them all, if any man will come after me, that means Jesus is saying, if you, are, if you will not deny yourself, if you have not denied yourself, what is about to come in front of you, you can't withstand it. You can't withstand it. You cannot withstand it. What was it that was about to come? It was about to be crucified. So Jesus, but they don't know. Even though he has been talking to them in parable in different ways, many of them don't understand. So Jesus was preparing their mind that it is very important you deny yourself if you really want to follow me. And what was Jesus talking about? Of course, with the way Jesus was crucified, even watching the, uh, watching the passion of the cross and so, you, you see it uh, alone. It tells us of the excruciating pain that Jesus Christ went through. Now, it takes somebody that is indeed dead to self to stand with Jesus at that time. And of course, we know that out of all the 12, it was only one that stood with him. Even that one that stood with him, Peter, of course, he was a former father. So can you see? Now, so brethren, it tells us something important. To become a true disciple, to finish well, you need to deny yourself. And so God is going to be taking us on this series as to look at what does it really mean to deny ourselves and follow Jesus. Because the truth is that when you are called to be a child of God, when you, when you are saved, the thing is that there are some things that begins to happen in your life. And one of it is denial. Deny yourself. Now, uh, there was something God says that I wrote down here. Now he said, any man, any man or any believer that will be successful in fulfilling God's mandate for his life must deny himself. Why? So we are going to look at why you must deny yourself in order to follow Jesus. Um, now, what does it mean? Number one, it means to forget about yourself. Forget about your rights. Forget about your social status. Forget about all your achievements. For say all the things that I've achieved, I count them but nothing but dust. Can you see Paul, a well-accomplished lawyer? attributing all his lawyer, all his national and everything, attributing them to be dogs. You know the dog? Feces. He's saying it's, it's nothing. Because what do you do with feces? Nothing. Of course, you, you know, it goes straight down to the drain. Now, so that is to tell you, so Paul, so what it means to deny yourself, it means to forget about who you really are. Forget about your personality. Forget about your rights. Forget about your social status. Forget about your achievement. Brethren, the truth is that if you, if you hold on to those things, they, you can't serve Jesus. Now, uh, if you are looking at the screen, I want you to unmute your device and shout a big hallelujah. 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 H
And so when you pack all of them like this and you pack everything, this is what happens before we come to Christ. We are, we are tagged with many titles, many things, and so on. Now, but the more you, the, the, for as long as you hold on to them, those things will hinder you from serving God. Because those things, they are temporary. They are for this world. They are not actually meant to be eternal. And so what it means to deny yourself is those your achievement, put them aside. So that means it's like you are coming empty. You are coming like a newborn baby. You are coming to him empty-handed. Nothing in your heart. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, we're talking about that we've seen people who, who are after laboring, going through medical school, going through many things and all their profession. When they are even addressing them, they don't even call them by their title. They don't even say doctor, medical doctor, so and so. Like a father and the Lord now. He's uh, you know, he's a PhD holder, so he's a professor of mathematics. But he never wanted that title. In fact, recently, you know, we learned from concerning our father and the Lord that the reason why he rejected the title of a reverend and bishop, that because he wanted to he he wanted to humble himself. He wanted to bring himself. He wanted to, you know, he doesn't want all those titles. So deny yourself means forget those titles. And of course, many of us will have learned a story, and I'm talking about Pastor E. Uh, the boy. Now, he said that people say, well, it's humble today. He said he has not always been like that. He said it was God who told him that if you want me to use you, you have to put those things aside. Brethren, to deny ourselves and follow Jesus is the best thing that can happen to us. Why? Because all the things that people are holding on to, oh, don't you know I am chief? Don't you know I am pastors, uh, apostles, reverend, uh, evangelists, and so and so? Those titles amount to nothing. What you know, what is important is that you are denying yourself. You are no longer interested in those titles anymore. And now you have come to Jesus Christ empty-handed. For as long as you held on to those titles, now I tell you, you can't actually follow Jesus because there are two things. They can't work together. Now, so to, to deny ourselves, it has huge benefit. And we are going to be looking at the benefit. But what is important is that you might say, well, I don't have a PhD yet. Well, it's not about having PhD. Oh, well, I don't have any title yet. Well, glory be to your name. But there is self in every man. Whether a child, whether a woman, every woman being has self in them. Deny who you think you really are in order to follow as you do this, I tell you one thing, you will not miss it. As you do this, in this world, all the benefits, all the things, all the attributes, you see them manifesting in your life. Are you here this morning? You are not born again. You have not accepted Jesus. Now, deny yourself may be like a speaking parable in your ear if you are not born again. You might really find it difficult to understand what the Holy Spirit is saying. Why? Because the first step to denier is to be born again, to be in Christ. So you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning as a sinner. 
Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning because I know you have the power to save. Save me from righteousness. Lord Jesus, fill me with your spirit. Lord, as many that have prayed this prayer, I help them to understand what it means to deny them. In Jesus' powerful name, we are praying. In Jesus' powerful name, we are praying. Amen. You are going to pray. You are going to say, Lord Jesus. You are going to pray and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Please help me to deny myself and to follow you. In the name of Jesus, daily make that your prayer. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Please help me to deny myself and to follow you. In the name of Jesus, I have decided to follow Jesus. This is the part that is missing in Christianity. That's missing in our generation. The new breed of believers. The new breed of believers have not been taught what it means to deny, to follow Jesus. What they have been told is that they got saved and then they keep hearing messages about grace, about prosperity, and so on and so forth. But the truth is this. Anyone that will be a true disciple of Christ, anyone that will make heaven, you must have denied yourself. All those social achievements will mean nothing to you. Even though they are good, they are platform that God has created for you. All those things will mean nothing. Whether tied to you, no, 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 it's nothing to you. Why? Because you are, your aim is to please Jesus. Say, Father, this morning, help me to deny myself and follow you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You are going to lift up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, whatever thing that I'm holding on to, social status, achievement, fame, talent, whatever thing that, that, that may be hindering me from following you this morning, Lord Jesus, please, Lord, deliver me from them. 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 That I may follow you. That I may follow you. That I may follow you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, what do you want the Lord to do for you this blessed morning? What do you desire from God? Miracles are happening in our midst always. And here's another opportunity. Anywhere Christ is, there will always be miracle. So I want you to ask the Lord this morning, what would you want him to do for you? Go ahead and ask him. Pour out your heart unto him. Lord, Lord Jesus, pour it unto him. Pour it unto him with the whole of your mind.
In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to unmute your device and stretch forth your hand. King of King, Lord of Lord, eternal rock of ages, I want to thank you for this special morning. By your mighty power, you have drawn your people and the word that you have placed in my heart and have given unto them. Jesus, this morning, anyone that follows you, they never regret it. What do come to the Christ? I pray this morning for all your children. Lord, let this word bear fruit in their lives. Amen. Faith in their heart. Amen. In our midst here this morning, who might be sick or afflicted or from, uh, from one, uh, one evil dream or the other. This in the name of Jesus, the agenda of hell over your life is canceled. Amen. Amen. Your body be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your body be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. And not do before that, do them in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we continue. In the in the 14 days of wonder, prayer, and fasting, you will have testimony Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you that you will not miss heaven. I will not miss you. I'll be well with you and your household. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.